What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. And welcome to the show. I am very, very curious. This is strange for us. Wow. That's cool. Can you guys hear us? Can we get like some emoji thumbs up in the... You guys, this is strange. There's a camera here. There's a screen monitor there. There's a monitor in your comments over there. And there's a microphone here. I don't even know if this thing's working. Okay. Can you guys see us better? Okay, they can hear us. That's great. So here's the cool thing. I'm going to do my best to talk at the thing. This is strange because it's not a cell phone. <laughs> Friend which says is, the pick is so much better. Which is also why it's not backwards. You guys have been looking at us on the wrong side. This is normal. So this is exciting. For those of you just listening in, I highly encourage that you watch. I also want to ask, is the sound quality better? And does it make a difference if I do this or if I'm back here? Because I don't really know. I can't hear what you're hearing. But I am very proud of myself because I clicked a lot of buttons and watched a lot of YouTube and did a lot of things to make this thing work on all the things. So good morning and happy Wednesday to you. This is exciting. Looks clearer, not mirrored. This is trippy, absolutely. Sarit needs to raise her chair. Okay, done. Come on, shout it. (laughs) This is... Or I need to lower mine. Okay, now I'm on the highest part of the Sarit's like, welcome to espresso. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Whatever. So you guys, um, today's whatever Wednesday. On Wednesdays, we kind of freestyle um, a few different topics. And as per your request, today we're going to be talking about injury prevention. I know that a lot of you guys have asked about that, especially at the live event. And we're like, we are going to make it a topic. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the different causes for injury and then we're gonna talk about something that a few of you guys have asked as well and that is basically what we call the mobility stability model as well before we get into that Mm -hmm. can we talk about the importance of doing our best to not get injured yes so obviously injuries suck because they hurt they don't feel good uh but what happens a lot of times in this industry of weight loss and body composition and you know a lot of the focus is on you know how do i like my body and all these things and what happens when we get injured is we feel like we're doomed now with our weight loss progress we feel for one it affects how the rest of our body moves if your knee is messed up it affects your hip which affects your low back which affects your shoulders which affects your neck if you roll your right ankle it could affect your left shoulder like because the body's all connected right and so when one piece is kind of messed up it compromises 
other things to very small degrees that you might not be able to recognize initially, but they make a big impact over time. So if you have some kind of injury, get it worked out, get it looked at, figure out a way to uh, resolve the issue before it gets too bad, um, because then you end up messing up a lot of other things. The other piece of that is the mental side with weight loss. Um, You know, I had a back injury that made it very difficult for me to do any kind of working out for almost a year, especially the kind of working out that I was used to and that I had the most fun doing. And throughout that year, I was able to maintain my body weight because I had good habits in place. But if you don't have good habits in place, you get really scared when you get injured because now that I can't work out, I'm going to gain a bunch of weight. Why? Because I don't have the habits in place. Also, now because I can't work out, whatever time I would have been spent, I would have been spending working out, I now have to be uh, like, I've got to fill that space with something. And if I don't know what to fill it with, I'm more tempted to eat because I'm just not doing anything with it. And then, you know, you're not getting that release of endorphins. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of reasons why if you've got something nagging right now, work on resolving that issue. If you've had something going on for a while and you're just ignoring it, get it checked out, resolve the issue. Don't just try to push through every, um, you know, pain and crackle and pop. Take care of it because there's so many, um, there's so many other dominoes that can fall over when that happens. And so we're going to talk about, okay, in the case that I am in the case that I'm in a situation where I've already got an injury, I'm working on resolving the issue. Um, great. How in that now let's roll into what you were going to talk about. That's the importance of. Yeah. But I want to, before we get to that, I want to circle back on what you said and talk about, you know, the concept of compensation, right? So it's like, if one joint starts to get messed up, if you don't start taking care of your movement patterns or what caused one joint to basically go some form of out of whack because your body is great at this thing called compensation and I pulled up the definition of it compensation is something that counterbalances or makes up for an undesirable or unwelcome state of affairs remember this our bodies have evolved over hundreds of thousands of years. And we are great at survival and reproduction. So when something gets messed up, what your body is going to do in order to conserve energy and in order for you to keep moving is to start to compensate with other parts of the body. But what we want to make sure that we do from a longevity standpoint and from a Um, improved performance standpoint is we want to, you know, be aware of the compensations that are happening. Not all compensations are bad. Like for example, if let's say you're at work and you sit at a cubicle and there's a a lot of people talking over there and that, and the other area is really quiet, chances are that your left ear is going to, you know, through compensation, um, receive auditory signals better than let's say you're right. Okay, but compensations are a means to lead to injuries because your body is great at, you know, doing these twists and turns um, in order to basically allow you to survive longer, right? Because if you think about the days when 
we hunted and gathered and let's say our knee was sort of messed up messed up then maybe now like your ankle is going to start doing some things to offset the pain in the knee so that you'll still be able to run stronger until one day some little peeps is going to happen and little then, peeps and then <laughs> and then you know like your like your entire right leg is going to be out okay so i uh, just wanted to bring up the concept of compensation as well but there is one, two, three, four, five, seven reasons why we get injured. Okay. Reason number one is overuse. Get ready for some notes. And, th- and that is why, for example, athletes have a higher susceptibility to injury because athletes overuse their bodies, right? Their body is just a means to get them to their goal. So obviously, you know, it, what is it? Um, the risk reward concept, basically like the greater the reward, the higher the risk. Yes. So, you know, somebody who, you know, let's say an Olympic athlete uh, or let's say an Olympic swimmer who was at the pool for five hours a day versus somebody who just goes to swim, you know, like a couple of days a week is a lot more likely to be injured versus somebody who doesn't. However, that is not the only thing because, um, you know, that Olympic athlete is probably making sure to incorporate the other pieces to the pie in order to prevent that. Okay, so, you know, don't take piece by piece of like you just you have to look at the entire 360 picture in order to prevent injury. So obviously, the more you use it, the more likely something is to break down. Wear and tear, like a car. Yeah, yeah. But with that being said... Lack of use too. Also lack of use. With that being said though, that doesn't mean that just because you hit 30 years old, you're doomed. How old am I? 34. I'm 34. I actually feel the greatest I've felt in a very long time. Okay, I'm making a note to contact some of our master athletes friend to get them on the show. You guys, like these oh, people yeah. are like... 50s, 60s. Yeah, it's insane. Um, if you think that in your 30s, your body starts breaking down, it's probably because you haven't learned how to take care of it for a greater portion of it. Our body is the most resilient like machine ever. I want to say this, not to shame anybody who's severely overweight, but... As an example of how resilient the body truly is, if somebody can be alive and be 600 pounds, our bodies are resilient as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are survivors. So there's so much that our body will do to attempt to help us to be. Uh, the body wants to take the path of least resistance mm-hmm. naturally. Yep. So why would it want to be hurting? Why would it want to be injured? If you're taking care of it and respecting it and treating it well, there's no reason that that should be happening at age 30. You know, granted, if you're playing a contact sport and you get taken out at the knees, that's different. That's not wear and tear. That's probably a different one of the seven that Sarit's going to get into. But we're talking about number one is overuse. overuse. Okay, so now actually let's get through the others before we get to the mobility stability model. But the second one is recovery. Lack of recovery leads to you becoming more susceptible to injury. And our body recovers in more than just one way. So recovery in the sense of central nervous system, that has to be recovered. 
in order to fire fast because you guys, if our nerves or if our central nervous system is not fully recovered, our muscles are just not going to fire as fast, whether we like it or not. Um, hydration is the second one because basically what that leads to is, you know, like what is the overall density of our muscles and, you know, the, the physiology of our muscle fibers is going to affect the function of it, just like the physiology of our bodies is going to affect the function of it, right? And then the other part is muscular recovery, you know, making sure that your muscles are recovered enough so that you are able to continue to push forward. And I'm going to use the example of the extreme endurance, which we talked endurance. about. Endurance. Yeah, I know. Which we talked about. spell that? Endurance. <laughs> which we talked about yesterday. And that's why, like, you know, a lot of Olympic athletes, like, you know, Michael Phelps used them because it speeds up um, muscular recovery. And therefore, it allows you to push harder. Because if you're under-recovered, you're not going to be able to push as hard. Definitely, you're not going to be able to perform as well. I want to say the reason the reason that it helps speed up muscle recovery is because it helps reduce um, oxidative stress. So, you know, it's like the example of an apple cut in half. If you were to um, leave the apple out on the counter, the stress, um, so the, the cells die faster when exposed to more um, oxidation, being out in oxygen with no protection. So when we're inhaling different things of, you know, that are in the air, you know, our cells can be damaged faster, especially then we're putting more stress on them. So to reduce the amount of oxidative stress, like a protective kind of like, um, if you were to put a, a citrus or something on, on the open cut apple, it's going to last longer out on the counter, um, because of the elements in that citrus. So that's essentially what the extreme endurance, or as Sari calls it, endurance. E N D O U R. Weird out of my mouth. Whatever. <laughs> I love it, but that's that's the reason why the muscles can recover faster is because the cell damage is less and the regeneration is quicker. <laughs> yeah, and and that is why sleep is really important, and that is why hydration is really important, and that's why supplementation. When it is um, proven quality supplements could definitely be beneficial as well. So that is the next point. Other than that, obviously fuel. If you are either underfueled or you don't fuel properly in the sense that the fuel that you're putting in your body is not as of a high quality, your likelihood of injuring yourself is a lot higher. And, and this is why. Because for one... If you're underfueled, then what's happening is that your recovery process is being slowed down, right? Like after every workout or, you know, throughout the day, each and every day, you guys, we can't feel it, but literally millions of cells in our body died and are being reborn. Like millions of cells, like we have trillions of cells in our body. Like there's so much that's going on here, but you know... All of our cells are, are made up of proteins and enzymes and all these things that make us up. So if we are not eating enough, then we are slowing down all of these processes, okay? 
which obviously means that you're under recovered, um, which obviously means that you're going to be underperforming and you are going to be more likely susceptible to injury because every time that you work out or when you do anything, like things break, break down and things are being built up. Let's say you want to build a building, right? Like you need concrete blocks and concrete. I, I don't build buildings, but you know what I mean. You need sand. She doesn't fix tires either. Now, yeah, I don't do these things, but you know, it's, it's like, imagine trying to like lift up a high rise and you're like, sorry, ain't got no material for it. Okay, shit, gonna stall. You know what I mean? But it's a good analogy. But what if you keep on, but unlike the building, like with our body, if you're under fueling then, and you keep pushing, then what do you think is going to happen? The building is going to collapse. Okay. Injury is going to happen. So that is underfueling. Now, what if maybe underfueling is not your issue, but you're actually not fueling properly? You guys, like poor fuel. Let's let's say Oreo let's say cookies. let's take Oreo cookies versus let's say um, chicken thighs and sweet potatoes, right? Like you could you could eat, you could eat the same macronutrient amount in the sense that you're like, okay, I'm a actually an Oreo a muscle milk protein in, in shake. Or- yeah, um, muscle milk and Oreos, okay, um, to have an equal amount of, let's say, proteins and carbs to sweet potatoes and chicken thighs. Like, Solid. It's not going <laughs> to be broken down in the body the same way. Just like, you know, it, let's say you go, you fill up your car and your car, let's say, requires um, one of those, um, how do you call the high grade fuel? The 97 like Supreme or whatever. Or, or yeah. whatever. It's like putting Supreme fuel in your tank versus like the low grade fuel in your tank. Unleaded. Like your, your, your engine is not going to perform as well. Aside from the fact that foods that are not clean cause inflammation in the body. Okay. Foods that are high in sugar, high in salt, highly processed, they cause inflammation. Okay. Inflammation makes your cells go all sorts of out of whack. They swell up. So if things in your body are going out of whack and the structure of it is not optimized and the function of it is not going to be optimized either, you know. And truthfully, you know, from from an evolutionary standpoint, that is why we all have this perception and it looks different for everybody but we all have a perception of what an optimal body looks like and the reason why we want to achieve that body is because from you know a survival standpoint that means that we're able to do certain things and that's why it's like if you see a person for the first time you make a a subconscious judgment whether you like it or not because you are basically telling a story in your head about how that person is functioning and living and how that is going to either help you to survive or, you know, make it more difficult, make it more difficult. Exactly. So fuel is really important. Um, you know, the next part is, uh, which I want to touch upon is supplementation because there is so many supplements out there in the market, most of which are proven to add more of a toll on your body than actually increase your longevity and performance. And that is something that we have to be very aware of. Like um, when we did the interview on Friday with um, Antonio, Michaela and Antonio from Team XND, you know, due to previous supplements, 
that she used to take that weren't as clean, she ended up getting kidney stones. Like her kidneys got injured, you know? Um, So supplementation is really important because obviously like supplementation is a huge part of this weight loss and fitness industry. We're talking about a $33 billion industry. Like most of the things in this industry are all sorts of out of whack. So, you know, it's really important for you to ask yourself as a consumer and as a go-getter, okay, is this actually helping me to get closer to my goals or is the label just saying whatever it wants? Yeah, what? what because it's, it's, not, it's not hard to pass a product to the market. It's really not. Yeah. And it isn't about what you consume. It's about what your body absorbs. Exactly. So we have to consider what's the absorb- absorbability of this thing. And if it's got... Uh, ingredients in it that take away from the absorption um, or not packaged in a way that the product's going to be absorbed optimally, then most of it ends up going in the toilet. So though the product may be cheaper, it's cheaper usually because if when it comes to supplementation, the thing that companies do is like there's a formula for all these different vitamins and supplements and proteins and um, all these things. And there are some companies that are unnamed that mass produce all of this. And then other companies who then end up in GNC or the vitamin shop or wherever have buy the rights to put their label on it. So it's a lot of it is a very same or similar, similar formula, different flavors, whatever. Um, And so The reason that they can charge less is because the ingredients used to make it didn't cost as much. And there's a reason that those ingredients didn't cost as much. So, you know, one of the reasons, this isn't a sales pitch, one of the reasons that we stand behind X Endurance is because every ingredient that they put in, there's a rhyme and a reason to it. And the proportion that's there, there's a rhyme and a reason to that. Where they got it from, there's a rhyme and a reason to that. And there's intention behind all of these things. So... Um, you know, the integrity is awesome. Their customer service is awesome, you know, and the products are extremely effective said by many, even just in this community, um, let alone outside of this community. So that's why we stand behind that. And yeah. Yeah. It's the only company out there where every product is backed up by science and where the company is actually owned by an ex Olympic athlete. So just think about the standards from a, you know, like, um, production standpoint and also performance standpoint. Okay. And Enough his, about that. His, his intention too, his, in, great. his intention for making this is because he wanted to, he wants to outlive his father's age, which was like 90 something. He's like, I want to live to be a hundred and I don't remember what it is. 104. I could be wrong, but he's like, I have to make things that are going to help the longevity of my life. And his intention is, is not to make money. His intention, though, of course, that that's a byproduct. When you show up to serve, when you show up to solve a problem, the bigger problems you solve, the more opportunity you have to make money from it or to monetize off of that, right? Um, but his original intention was like, for one, I want my kids to be fantastic at their sports and I want to give them as much of a leg up as I possibly can and I want to outlive my dad. Mm-hmm. So he's like, what can I, like, how can I, and he started researching all this stuff. So anyways, that's just a little bit of backstory. That's fun facts. Yeah. He's 70 years old with a six pack. And I True. know that because he showed it to us a month ago. <laughs> um, yep. 
So, you know, if you think that, you know, as you age, your, your um, muscular composition breaks down, definitely not the case. That dude has just been investing his time, energy, and resources in developing his body and how it performs for decades, for as long as he's lived. And so, there's a lot of consistency in, yeah. in what he's done yeah. too, so... Okay. Well, the next thing is trauma, you guys. And the reality is, is that, you know, when it comes to life, there's some things that are outside of your control. Um, A lot of things. You know, for example, let's say you, you know, leave your house this morning. And I hope that doesn't happen to anybody, by the way. And let's say you get in a ca in a car wreck. And let's say your hip gets all sort of out of whack. Um, you know, if, if it's, trauma and not chronic then that's that's unfortunate let's let's go back to the contact sport analogy because that's something that is um what's the what's the term for um it's less morbid i guess yeah maybe yeah fine if you're playing like a lot of people in here i know have either played sports or do currently play sports a lot of people listening to this so you know in the case that you've played a sport basketball um uh, soccer, if you've played tennis, if you've played any sport that requires, um, aggressive movement, um, you know, I don't, unless you're playing like extreme, what's that with the birdie, uh, uh, badminton, badminton, <laughs> extreme badmintoning. You could you take could, a cut. You, oof, oof, I and mean, twist your you knee. could run real faster than that and he'll swing you back and you can fall hard on the ground. Look, there can be like, there can be an injury that's trauma related with regards to any sport. You could step off a curb wrong. It's, uh, Remember when I fell in the middle of a crosswalk because the curb was higher than I thought it was in, yeah. in PB? Yeah. <laughs> I fell in the middle of the street. You know, all I have to say with regards to that is that, you know, just focus on being aware and present with regards to, you know, anything that you do. I remember when I was just starting out my career and I was working at Equinox in the city and in New York City. And, you know, I had a crazy commute between New Jersey and New York every single day. It's like, you know, once the rush hour hit and I had to like walk two miles to get on the subway, to get on the train, to get a, into a car, to get to home eventually. It's called it's extreme like, commute. <laughs> it's like everybody who was walking on the street would, would literally like not pay attention to anything. And it's like the amount of like bumping up on people or whatever that can happen is just insane. It's bumping like, and grinding in the streets of New York City. Yeah, it's it, it was crazy. So anyways, um, trauma, all that we have to say is do your best to avoid it. Um, and that we are sending you positive vibes with regards to staying safe. Anyways, now... The next um, two topics um, are related to the mobility stability model. So two other ways as to why we can get injured is due to either compromised mobility or compromised stability. So if you think about our structure or in um, human an anatomy and physiology, it's called the, the kinetic chain, the chain that allows us to move, right? We have... Um, the puppetry. So we have our muscles, which are meant to, to move our bones. And bones are connected to one another through joints and tendons. The knee bone's connected to the hip bone, you know? Yeah. So we got the, we got the ankles, we got um, our knees, we got our hips, 
We have three parts of our spine, our lumbar thoracic cervical. We've got our shoulders. Um, we've got our elbows. We've got our wrists and so on and so forth. So lots of joints and tendons. And, you know, the, the purpose of the joints, like we said, is to connect one bone to another and move it at a certain range of motion that would allow it to optimally move. Now, through either compromisations for each of the things that we discussed about before, be it overuse, lack of recovery, underfueling, not fueling properly, um, these are all factors that could compromise, in fact, not could, but do compromise our mobility. That is why, for example, like every single kid when they're born, they will do a perfect squat. Now, um, most people in their 30s in this day and age can barely even like squat down properly to a chair, which is not even considered like full range of motion. So the, the reality as to why this happens is due to limited mobility. Um, you know, we live in the 21st century where most of us are sitting all day you know um did you guys know actually i've got a stat that 90 percent of the people who have a gym membership don't actually utilize their gym membership. 90 percent. yeah it's insane that's why you know companies like planet fitness are making so much bank they're like we're gonna drop the price so low so that we can get the masses we know we know our numbers I think over the last year, 99% of people who had a gym membership didn't use it. Yeah, right. Due to unfortunate circumstances. Yeah, it's crazy, you guys. But, you know, if you think about how sedentary our society is, how unaware of all these topics our society is, it is obvious that our kinetic chain is going to be compromised from a mobility standpoint. And that is why it is important to, you know, incorporate mobility drills, um, depending on your circumstance, maybe like a personalized protocol, that sort of thing, um, you know, focus on a proper warm up, cool down, that sort of thing. And then there is the stability model, where obviously, like we said, there's the kinetic chain with all of the um, joints that tie together the, the bones. But if you don't focus on strengthening the chain, it is less stable, right? So the ground is less stable, which means that a ground that's less stable is more shaky, more frail. And that is why um, more people over the age of 60 die from falling off the ground and not being able to get back up than from cancer. Like Gary Brecka said, we've interviewed him, I think it was three or four weeks ago, he said that sitting is the new smoking. Like it is crazy how the sedentary lifestyle is killing us. But you know, it is a silent killer because if you sit all day, like in the moment, you're not feeling any that anything is being affected. But yes, your hip flexors are getting shortened, your muscles are not being activated, your joints, therefore, and your tendons are not being activated. You're not, you know, like, you're not, um, the biggest muscles that support your middle, like your low back, a lot of people have low back problems, the biggest muscles surround the middle, 
right? If you think about it, your glutes, your uh, your lats, your back muscles, your, your quads, your your hip flexors, all of this stuff, your low back muscles, like all of this supports it. But when we sit, even I'm guilty of this sometimes, is like right now, I'll find myself just like falling in the chair. What happens is we end up with a rounded back. If you ever wonder like why you'll see somebody older in their like this, look at how you sit in a chair. Inactive glutes. Look at how you- Inactive glutes and active core. Look at how you sit in a chair if you're at a computer. Like what's happening here? Okay, well then I try to stand up and over time I can't because I, if I don't use it, I lose it. That's the, the, the simple, the simple act of standing and walking. My grandma is 84, I think now, and she does dragon boat racing. She's fully alert and aware and kicking and all she ever did. The only exercise I ever saw her do was walk, but she's consistent. She paid attention to what she ate. She wasn't perfect. I saw my grandma eat cake. I saw my, my grandma eat my grandpa's barbecued ribs. Phenomenal. Like she knew how to enjoy these things, but she paid attention to the other things that she was doing. How much sodium am I consuming that, you know, is unnecessary? You know, I'm paying attention to whatever things were important, you know, as the times go on and as we discover more science um, or as science discovers more things about nutrition, you know, but all she did was walk. I never saw her lift weights, go to the gym, any of that. Just like standing and just being mobile and ambulating. Is that the word? Yeah. Moving your legs is so beneficial mm -hmm. just for health in general. But we get so focused on I want to lose weight. So I've got to like, you know, do a bunch of cardio and do all these things and um, try to out train the garbage that I ate and, and the intentions are kind of messed up a lot of times. So we continue to struggle, mm -hmm. but if we just focused on how do I just legit, like be healthy and like try to live, uh, the best quality of life that I can live and stop focusing on, um, what the end result is and start focusing on the actions being taken, we will get so much further mm -hmm. with so much less resistance. Yeah. Let me tell you something, you know, like our body, we, we were all born with a similar physiology in the same that we all have the same muscles and the same bones. And however, they're expressed differently for each and everybody. So, you know, for anybody out there who is like pissed off at their body, um, because it's not in, you know, like, um, looking the way that they want, they wanted to know that. And, and I'm saying it to you with love, but know that your body wants to feel at its best and your body is going to do everything that it can in order to heal itself and express itself in an optimized way, because that's how your body will be able to survive longer. And, you know, increase the chances of reproduction. It goes back to those two things always. But if we don't treat our body well, then our body is not going to be expressed in the same way. So you have to ask yourself each and every day, okay, like, what do I need to do for my body today? But because, you know, we live in this 21st century and everybody's just, you know, unless you really like make it a point 
to stay intentional and live an intentional life, you know, it's kind of like a race to nowhere land, really. We've talked about how all, all of the false information that we're being given in society and, you know, we need to learn how to take care of our bodies because you guys, like your body is either going to be your greatest asset or your biggest liability. For most people, it is a liability. Now you have to find a way, like, how do I make my body an asset? How do I make my body to feel better so that I can perform better in my day-to-day functions and improve my life? Your body wants to do that. Now, of course, like we said before, there is the case of trauma where certain things happen that are outside of your control. So know that we're not, you know, taking away that factor. But for most of us, like 70% of Americans are overweight and obese, you guys. That doesn't happen by accident. And yes, society is misinforming you of a lot of things, but that doesn't mean that you can't stop and say, okay, what do I need to do in order to learn how to take care of myself? Hopefully one day the school system will teach us some valuable things like how to take care of your body, how to cook for yourself, how to like play the game of money so that by the time that you go to the real world, you'll actually feel like a boss and be able to live like a boss. I would learned how to cook in school. Home economics. They taught me how to bake a cake. It was awesome. But yeah, man, I want to, there's so many things. There's so many things. If you don't have your health, what, what can you achieve? And it doesn't matter what you achieved either because you can't enjoy it either. And, and to what degree? What degree can you achieve? How much fulfillment can you, uh, can you achieve and hang on to without good health? Um, there's a quote, and I think that it's Gandhi. Man will... Mm, man, no. Who is uh, it? Yes, yes. Is it Gandhi? Yes. Uh, man, uh, yeah, look it up because I'll, I'll get it wrong. But it's something along the lines of basically like man will waste so- his his life and, and waste, sacrifice his health for uh, money or career and then have to use the money to regain his health. That's not, that's, uh-uh, no. that's not the one. It's, it's, it's basically though, like a lot of people will sacrifice their health to get money and then they have to use the money to get their health back. So my thought then, and the picture that I imagine is like, well, what happened in all of that time? Because if you're getting unhealthier, to me, that says there's a lot more stress. You know, we're eating poorly, maybe not sleeping enough. Maybe there's maybe a, a bit of anxiety mixed up in there. Um, a really busy schedule, um, probably uh, suffering relationships as well, you know, because how you do anything is how you do everything. So it's actually, man, I still have a hard time with that. How you do anything is how you do everything if you are a high performer. That's what I say. Because if you are doing the making money extremely well, but you're sacrificing all your health, you're not doing those things the same way. Would anybody argue with me? Something that you are extremely passionate about, you might do with more enthusiasm and go above and beyond for versus something else. But if you want to be a high performer and you really want to achieve great things, you have to have the same mentality for every task that you do, whether it's picking up garbage off the street, 
you do with the same amount of enthusiasm and knowing that you, that's not your, that's, it might not be your responsibility because it's not your trash. You are not the one that left it there, but you're going to pick it up anyways, because it makes you feel better. Like you did the right thing. You pee on the toilet seat. You're going to wipe the pee off the toilet seat because you know that that's the right thing to do. Even if nobody's watching, even if you'll never be recognized for, you know, the something that you're doing, you pick up garbage, nobody's going to congratulate you. You do it anyways, because it's for you. And you know that you did your best. It's not for anybody else. What's the quote? It's by the Dalai Lama. Oh, Dalai Lama. Yes. Man sacrifices his health in order to make money. Then he sacrifices money to recuperate his health. And then he's so anxious about the future that he does not enjoy the present. The result being that he does not live in the present or the future. He lives as if he's never going to die and then dies never having really lived. I'm going to read it again. Man sacrifices. This is people. We can substitute the word man, men for people. Sacrifice their health in order to make money. Then they sacrifice their money to recuperate their health. And then they're so anxious about the future that they can't enjoy the present. The result being that they do not live in the present or the future. And they live as if they're never going to die and then die having never really lived. Yep. This topic was supposed to be about um, injury <laughs> and it went all kinds of directions. But and it's, it's, it's great I mean, though. Like s- sickness, all of that, that's a form of injury. Mm-hmm. You get heart disease, your heart is injured. True. You know what I mean? True. Like you blow out your shoulder, your shoulder is injured. You, let's say your hips are really tight, you have low back pain. Guess what? Like your core part is injured. Uh, this was a response when Dalai Lama was asked what surprised him most about humanity. Yeah. So what are we doing now that focuses on health in general, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, financial health? Those are like the five buckets that I have. When I write things in my, in my journal or goals or gratitude or anything, it's I'm grateful for the health of myself and my family, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and financial. And then you have to determine for yourself, what does that look like? What is health of all of those things for me in my life? Yeah, so powerful. Woo! Anyways, you guys, we hope that you found value from today's topic. If you did, do us a favor because this is how we really see what you guys like and, you know, share it with your friends and loved ones. Like, just like the Dalai Lama, we believe the same thing. That most people are just so misinformed that they end up living their life literally like without a purpose. Um, and, you know, there's no, there's no wonder why depression's on the rise, anxiety is on the rise, obesity is on the rise. I mean, come on. Like, we actually live in the greatest era ever because technology is so advanced. But we have to use that for our advantage. But because so many people are misinformed, what ends up happening is that it takes advantage of them. So, you know, be the gift for somebody in your life and use technology to your advantage to help inspire other people. I'm sure that you guys are already familiar with our mission, but in the case that you're not and this is your first time, or maybe you've heard it 10 times or 100 times, we'll repeat it again. Or maybe you can recite it on your own. (laughs) 
We are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. And we want to share with you guys the the answer that we found that completely transformed our lives that allowed us to live an intentional life because we believe that this is really how you make the most out of your day by being intentional with how you breathe, how you think, how you treat your body, what you put in your body and who you surround yourself with and what actions you take or what actions you don't take. That give you the opportunity to find full fulfillment in life. So please, 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 if you're watching this on Facebook, we'd be super grateful if you share it. Um, Same on YouTube. Um, Also subscribe. It's way more fun. You get notifications when we drop new videos and other people get more opportunities to see this if it's something that they would have otherwise searched for. So um, I see that some people did have classes that taught them life oh and now we can see who are sh- who are the people who are sharing it i want to give you a shout out can we actually see though just as one share right now um shauna i'm gonna read this uh fantastic poem this is so powerful such a powerful poem and i think it should be shared um it is very wise and well spoken written and um I think it will provide a lot of insight for people. If you sprinkle when you tinkle, be a sweetie and wipe the seedy. That's amazing. But whoever already shared the video, thank you so much for sharing it. I want to see if we can figure out what time we can share it. But but you guys, we hope that today's conversation added value to your day. Be great today. Invest your time, energy, and money today in what will help you to move your life one step forward. We're super appreciative and grateful for you taking the time for yourself to develop yourself and for spreading the good word so that all of us together can live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. We'll see you guys tomorrow, 9.30 a.m. Get used to the new view. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Suri.